Dos Gardeñas, dos días y dos co-hosts están aquí contigo otra vez en Brooklyn Nights, the podcast. Welcome once again to our weekly uh, episodic web-based podcast series. <laughs> How many words can I put in there? Uh, uh, you know, good evening. This is your boy, El Ness, the Ness. Uh, one half of the co-hosting team from Brooklyn Knights. Who's the other half? El J. El J. El J. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming to you live and direct, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Jay, quick, just talking to your mic real quick because for some reason it doesn't seem to be recording on my end. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run this, but like just say hello or something. Uh, check one two. Hello, hello. Yeah, it's saying recording in progress. So let's let's see. We may have a technical difficulty. Okay. Uh, we may not. Who knows? But uh, happy to be here with you, uh, Jay. What's the weather like? <laughs> uh, yo, today was actually really nice, though, man. It felt kind of a uh, fallish, if if I, if I might say so myself. Right? Um, it was good weather, man. That's not. I haven't. I haven't been outside in like five <laughs> days. <up. laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start crazy here. Pero, you know what are we gonna yeah, do? Yeah. Um, so today's episode, because we want to get right to it, we want to bring the people into the thing. Uh, yeah. The opening song uh, for people who are interested is "Dos Gardenias," uh, uh, two gardenias, uh, by the Buena Vista Social Club. Oh, right. And uh, if you if you listen to their music, it's a throwback to a different time, uh, a different era, if you will. Um, the time, dare I say, of our grandparents. Los abuelos. Los abuelos, nuestros viejos. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's fitting that we, we're going to do this episode entitled La Bendición, which is uh, a tribute to, to grandparents. I mean, you know... We're going to get to that point where, where we're eventually grandparents, right? And and I think one of the major influences in our lives are beyond our parents is the grandparents. Like they love you unconditionally. Um, it, you you you're some of us are even raised by our grandparents to you know because your parents are working or whatever. Um, so man, like when you put the song on and, and you ask me, Jerry, what do you think about this? <laughs> nostalgic man it just took me back right it took me back to abuelita in la cocina con la batola on. <laughs> you know just just it, it they make you feel zen like right and and as a child growing up with your grandparents for those that still have them i mean they're just they're phenomenal right and yeah. it, it just makes you feel they just make you feel so special man yeah, it's. I mean, it's a critical part of of our upbringing. When I say our, you know, across cultures, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but in in the Latino culture, grandparents uh, hold this uh, vaunted, esteemed position. You know, the 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 matriarch, the patriarch of the family, the ones who who set things in motion for us. And uh, uh, you know that that song is is a bolero. Uh, you know, is an old slow. A dancey type of thing and and like you I, I heard that song years ago and instantly my first thought is is my grandfather uh coming over to to my grandmother at one of the fiestas de los aiboniteños ausentes which we used to go to in puerto rico the the, the festival of the absent uh people from aibonito uh, who would come back and it was these great big parties and where, you know, there's a lechong. Well, there's multiple lechongs mm -hmm. out in the back cooking, right? There's a live band playing. There's, there's kids running around rampant, but there's all of these uh, older folks, you know, parents, grandparents dressed up at this party reconnect. It's almost like a, like a high school reunion, right? And, uh, and, you know, he, he went over and he grabbed my grandma. This bolero came out. It wasn't this one specifically. I couldn't tell you what it was, but it was a bolerito. And, and this is one of the first times I see my grandfather and my grandmother slow dance. Wow, that's pretty cool. And, uh, and it, it just, it's something that stays with you, you know, for, for life. Yeah, because we see our, our grandparents, right? Like, they're also hard workers. And, you know, sometimes we don't see that, those small instances of joy, right? And... You know, they're constantly just 
they're doing stuff like every I, I I don't remember my grandmother slowing down until she had to, you know, for medical reasons. It was constantly cooking. It was constantly hosting. It was constantly involved with whatever committee. Um, and and to finally see your grandparents, you know, loosen up, hit the dance floor, un bolerito, and display that emotional effect, you know, to their, you know, to their significant other. Um, they've always displayed that affection to you, but more from a, you know, a, a, a child, a, a child point of view, right? Um, yeah. But to see them engage in it, and to see, oh, mira, you know, grandma and grandpa, you know, they they still got that, you know, that thing going on, and, and that's just it makes you feel like just so like happy that they found that moment, and and you happen to be a part of it, and you witness it, right? So, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Yeah, and and this isn't, you know, because I I try to stay contemporary for our audience and all that kind of stuff, and there's videos of elderly folk getting down and dancing and you know they, they you know sometimes they dub over some like edm music and and it robs it of like what it is is, is that you know god bless that this person was able to live this long and and you know over the arc of their life to be able to to hold on to uh, you know something right and, and so you know for me uh like you there's this, these flashes of memories of uh, my grandparents being lively and 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 you know doing things that that I'm like wow like my grandfather could really dance my he could really sing my my grandmother definitely she could cook her ass off and <laughs> and knew how to host a party and and be the life of a party and and like these things that I think it's encoded in our DNA you know we, we become the the living avatars for them. Yeah. Uh, when they're no longer with us. Yeah. And, and and another thing is, you know, you can imagine the joy they're, you know, they're feeling at that moment too, right? Seeing, wow, my family's here. Look what me and you looking, you know, at the, the significant other. Look what we created. We, we, we are the patriarchs of this family. And, oh, and, and we're just, you know, just dancing away and having a good old time to this bolerito that's playing. But at the same time, I'm sure they're just so, happy and proud of what they were able to accomplish. And a lot of our grandparents did this in, in, you know, in time periods where, you know, education wasn't big for them personally. It was all about, all about the family really. And again, I can't just imagine the sense of joy that they must've had again, seeing their family, um, like look what we created, you know, look yeah. at our kids, you know, we're having a good time and, and everybody's happy and at the same time, the way that we're looking at them, admiring their, um, you know, our point of view, what we're thinking about uh, about our grandparents, I'm just, I'm sure they were just must have felt like so joyful to see, damn, you know, we we did it, Yehita, you know, we did it, you know. Uh, so uh, we're gonna get ready to start this. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, and, and the thing is, uh, I said it before, you know, it's you you think of it as as a blessing, right? And and so. Uh, well, if we go back to my theory that that the the past, the future, and the present are all happening at the same time, uh, then this idea of the blessing uh, being eternal, right? And, and the blessing translated into Spanish is la bendición. And what is la bendición? It's the it's the term of respect and and affirmation that you get from the elder of your family, right? You walk into a grandma or grandpa's house and you say, uh, you ask for la bendición, which is, I, I would like to have your blessing. And then they go, que Dios te bendiga, you know, can God, may God bless you, my child. And and I learned real early, like you do that for your grandparents, right? And you do that to, to any of the senior citizens that you encounter in your yeah. life. Straight off the bat, it's always, right? There's always an inner circle of, of people that you have to be the la bendición, right? Straight off the bat. Yep. Um, there are some people that, like your mom's like, we're going over to, you know, your uncle that you probably never met before and she'll slap you in your head and say, pide la bendición. You still yep. have to do it, but it's, in, in most cases is, every time I speak with mom, moms is, bendición, mommy. Yep. Straight off the bat. And there's there's no, hello, no, there's bendición, como esta. And there's a certain few people that I have to, do it automatically. Yep. The weirdest thing that's happened to me late is when I started, when when my nephew and you know my family members started asking me for la bendición, I was like, what? 
Like that's yeah. crazy. It sounded so crazy. Me saying que Dios te bendiga, you know, and and it, it's a really it's a religious right. It's it's religious to its core, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to see, you know, my nephew and my my brother just installed this in him. You speaking to your uncle, and it's funny every time he calls me, bendición tío. I'm like, oh, that's so cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at, you know? And I don't know how you felt. I don't know if you are at a point where you're getting the request, que le eche la bendición. Yeah, are, not, are you- and not yet. And, and not yet. It's, it's funny because I think we're in sync because my, my very next thought was going to be, you know, uh, what's the threshold age for getting the bendición <laughs> asked? Because, I, you know, for a long time it was, my grandparents and then like their brothers and sisters, my great tios and, and tias and, you know, grand uncles, grand aunts, all that kind of stuff. And then there came a point at which I started to say to my uncle, you know, and, and, you know, like bendición tío. And, you know, he's, he's easily, uh, you know, right. Like right now he's uh, 15 15 years my senior, 20 years my senior, something like that, right? So so my uncle's in his 60s somewhere. And, like, recently I started asking him <laughs> la bendición, you yeah. know? And, and, and so it's like a rite of passage almost for us. It's, it's how we, we demarcate time uh, and where we stand in the family structure. Because make no mistake about it, while, while it's not something that we necessarily talk about, you, you look at... Uh, you know, grandparents as as the you know the root of of the family unit, right? Um, because many times we 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 were maybe lucky to meet them. We didn't meet great grandparents so much. I I actually had occasion to meet my great grandparents. Uh, you know, God bless. Um, he 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 passed away a long time ago, but I was I was like seven, and and I got to meet him. But when you look at your role. In, in the family unit, right? If, if you're the, the first child, right? Male or female, you're the first child and that carries with it certain rights and responsibilities. And then, you know, then you have the, the it's almost like uh, like royalty hierarchy that, you know, it determines who gets to assume the throne and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, for my family, I'm, I'm the firstborn <laughs> son, firstborn grandchild. So I'm like, all of the all of the powers of the family will eventually come to me. Absolutely, and I think that's when people will start asking me for la bendición. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 again, when I, you haven't gotten that request yet, um, no, not yet, not yet. Man, I'm waiting, bro. Like to be honest, that to it, it was really something that. I got a little bit emotional behind it when my nephew um, started to ask, you know, because again, it was for the, my, my, the tenure of my life. I've been asking, I've never been the one that's been granting it. I've always yeah. been the one that's been asking, like, you kind and, of feel like a godfather now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Don> <laughs> yeah but it's a, uh, I, I mean, it's to be honest, we take this serious though. It's not a, like, it's not something like, Oh, la bendición por la, por darle la bendición. you know, my, you know, my brother, um, you know, made sure that my nephew, you know, said it to me, but he's not installing that onto anybody, just anybody, you know? Yeah. Es tu tío. You better pedirle la bendición, right? And there's a certain, and there's also a certain group of people. So it was your uncles, your aunts, obviously your your mother, your father, your grandparents, of course. Um, it doesn't, you it doesn't go cousin to cousin or anything like that. Now, if there's a senior, like your grandparents introduce you to, you know, Doña Teresa, don't you, you better you better rest assured <laughs> that you better be the la bendición a Doña Teresa también. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. And, well, I, you know, and, and to to that point, I think I think for for me the 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 instilling was for senior folks. Yeah. Uh, you give them that respect, and and I, I again I I go back a couple of episodes when I when I I made a funny you know and I said you know like grandmas loved me uh, because I would go in with that initial level of respect. You know, I show up in in your house. I'm going to ask for your blessing. You know, I'm, I'm going to let you know that I was raised right. And and that's another thing about our culture is that we made determinations on how people were raised based on did they do certain 
uh, uh, traditions, right? And, and, and asking for the blessing is one of those traditions. It, it shows that you were a respectful child, that you were raised in a, in a respectful household. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm not sure if we have, you know, you know uh, like, it's not a question that I, I frequently ask my friends, right? I, I you know, and I have a, a lot of, you know, friends that were more or less in the same, you know, heritage, um, you know, Puerto Rican descent, whatever. I don't know to what extent their bendición goes to, right? Mm -hmm. To me, I know in my household, me and my brother, you know, like my whole family unit, we were all about it, right? But I don't know, uh, like if you have a a colleague that you know, I I don't, like it's not something that you typically see unless you're around him and his mother at a given point. And it happens to be at that point where they just met the first time because also it's not during the whole, it's not during the whole night yet. It's just simply that there's an instant when you meet the person, if it's via phone call or if you meet them in person, that's when you display that, that, you know, that that request. But I don't, I really, I don't know if it's customary for everybody else. I, you know, so let's make a distinction here because I think we're, we're old school. Right. There's there's a whole new generation that, you know, like your, your nephew, God bless him, is being taught what I, what I would say is the right way. Like yes. there's a respect for elders that you have to have. And it's, it's your job to continue to hold that respect. Right. Like there's there's a new uh, philosophy now that's like, well, I'm not going to respect you if you don't respect me and your respect sure. is earned. And, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, get, I get it. But I, I, I just came up different, you know, and if yeah. if you're older than me. Uh, and and not not like by significantly much, but you know you've lived longer than I have, and I respect that, and I show you that I respect that by asking for your blessing over me, and that's when I come into your house, when I when I meet you on the street, right, and also when I'm leaving your house or or, or going away. So it's it's like it's one of those quirky uh, traditions in in what I would call old school Spanish uh, Latino families, Spanish families, Spanish speaking family, you know, whatever the distinction is that we're going to use. Um, but I, I learned it and, and certainly, you know, my, my daughter is, is going to learn it when it comes to, to her grandmother, my mom. Yeah. Um, and, and my nieces have learned it with regard to, to their grandmothers and all that kind of stuff. So like, that's something that to me, that's a tradition I want to hold on to. Absolutely. I agree. Right? Like, that's not going to fade into the annals of time. And, and disappear like some other stuff. Yeah, because again, think about it. I mean, it's it's really a it's that respect value that you know you're installing in your kids, right? Like it, it's it shows that there are people in your circles that are older that deserve that respect because they they have influence over you too, right? So you're talking about your aunt and your uncle. These are people that you should give them that opportunity. To understand that yes, this kid um, that means something to them, right? Yeah. And and they're gonna like me, right? When my my, my nephew started um, asking for it, it didn't change much like my relationship with him, but it just solidified cert- a certain aspect of yes, I am that man now, right? Um, so at the same time, it's like you say, you if we we kind of allow our kids to understand. You know, get into the habit, and and then you know really understand why. Porque no tengo que pedir la bendición, and you probably you you probably will get asked that question. I didn't ask the question. My mother said pedir la bendición. I was like bendición. You know, like there was no <laughs> okay, whatever. You know, and, and now that I got to the point where I'm older and I can understand what that tradition is about, right? It, it's really just showing the respect, as you say, to the people that have been around, and these are the people that again they're influencing our lives. So. At the same time, when you ask for the bendición, you're putting something on them to, you know, oh yeah, you know that 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 person, that kid is, I, he is something, he is looking up to me, and I do need to do right by that person. Um, so it's not, I don't take it light, you know, I don't take it light, and and I have, um, you know, I'm sure you have you have your way of like you have a nice circle of your homeboys too, right? Where you be like, you know, your daughter be like. That's that's you know pide la bendición even though it might not be a family member pero pide la bendición a uncle whoever we can put any name in there that's, that's in the crew you know and 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 most likely that that person that gets that request from your daughter 
be like, oh shit, you know, that that's that's hard. That's not a joke, you know. It's not something that it's just not a it's, it's not it, it's a serious thing in in the aspect of the the there's <laughs> powers come with that request, you know. You, well, you, you know, have, and what, what's funny is I think about like the the conversations that we've had so far through, <laughs> through these uh, uh, ten episodes now. By the way, wow. you know, footnote in in our history is episode number ten, <laughs> but uh, you know. A lot of times we did stuff to avoid getting hit, right? Because the the question, I'm sure some people are like, but what if you're not religious? You know, what if you're an atheist? Yeah. So yeah. It, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Like whether you yourself are religious or not, or the, the person that you're asking, you know, whether you knew their, their religion credentials or not, the all that mattered was that they were older than you in the family structure and you paid your respect. And and I got a couple of cocotazos, you know, uh, otherwise known as knuckle sandwiches. Um, <laughs> because I was, you know, I, w- I was a, a little unruly. I was, uh, I wouldn't say disrespectful, but, you know, certainly I had a mindset of questioning things. And, like, why I got to say Benicion to, like, 15 people? It, it's, it's almost the same as when you go to, like, the parties and, you know, Titi Chacon wants to give you the kiss and leave lipstick on your face, like you know, going in, I, I got like twelve older relatives. Yeah, I got a heaven <laughs> to them twelve times, and yeah. all you really wanted to do was get with your cousins and yeah. start playing. I just want to get to the where the quarter waters <laughs> of the chips at. Like, like just yeah. let me get to the Atari, whatever. Yeah, like, uh, do I really got to go through this ritual of yours? Of like, it, it doesn't make any sense to you. Um, again, I I did it because it was. I had to, right? And and then at a given point, I started realizing the people that I was asking it um for again, they were people that really impacted my life. It wasn't it wasn't a simple everybody. Um in your case, I'm sure it was like there was a specific amount of people. Yes, let's say 12 of them, but they all happened to be people that were involved in the upbringing that Mr. Ness was about to endeavor, right? So, Well, and you know, and here's, here's the thing. I, I make a joke, but but like, let me, here's the difference between then and now. And and this episode is is dedicated to our elders, our, our antecedents, those who who set the table for us and, and we honor them. And we hope that this episode certainly uh, e- evokes uh, their 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 spirit to to you know continue to watch over us and and be present and and influence things you know in our favor and all that kind of stuff. But here's here's the thing, and and again, I'm gonna get the numbers mixed up, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 I, I know that when I say this, I'm talking about specifically one side of my family, and and you know then my mom's side. My grandfather had 15 brothers and sisters. What? Yeah, yeah. My grandmother had I want to say somewhere in the realm of like 12 to 13 uh, uh, brothers and sisters. So when when I think about like my mother having to pedir la bendición at a family <laughs> union, like, you know, wow. and, and we had large families. When you think about the time that they came up in, you know, you weren't guaranteed a, a, a fruitful long life. You know, babies yeah. died early and often, tragically, like this is something from that generation. Uh, wars were rampant, and so some of our uh, folks got sent off to battle, and sadly never came back. Um, and you know, so I, I, I look now, you know, at my daughter, and so she's got two titis, uh, you know, my my two sisters that that, that she's got, uh, you know, directly, but you know, by extension. She's got four titis, <laughs> but no, no uncles really because they, there's no men on on this side of, of the family tree. So all of my bros, by default, now become tío, and and let me tell you, she's inheriting quite a, <laughs> the magnificent seven of tío. <laughs> like you know, there's, there's a movie reference for for folks there. Like she is, and she's- you know, I trust and believe that. All parts of the family are gonna watch over this child, but to have seven uncles to go into man. battle with, like <laughs> that's that's real. Oh yeah, man, it's dope. And you're right, man. It's a it's an array of uh, uncles there, you know. And 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 I love hearing when she says it. You know, like it, it's it's just it sounds so cool, right? And um, it, it's not 
again, it's not something that's common, right? It's not, there's, there's, there's your, there's your boys and then there's your boys, boys, you know, like those are my boys, boys. And and when you get your, to that point where you got your, you know, your daughter, just that's how she recognizes them at this point. You know, it's crazy, man. And, and it sounds, it sounds real, real cool. Uh, but yeah, she does have an array of, of characters. <laughs> you know, my, my hope is that ultimately is going to be, you know, she's going to show a propensity or an affinity for a certain type of, of talent or skill. And then, you know, we have one of uh, them, one uncle of them that, yeah. that specializes in, in that thing, you know, and and, nuggets, and, nuggets from each one. I mean, it, it can be, it's going to be one that can probably be the most beneficial for, you know, the upbringing, but then it's going to be one that's going to be dropping nuggets on her like every now and then. And I can see, I can just vision it like right now, just looking at the crew. I can see who's going to do what, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, so I'm kind of, you know, happy and also worried at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you say drop nuggets, and and here's the thing about uh, our elders, right? Is that they they're one of those first line of folks that that took us aside to drop knowledge on us, and and like not only nuggets, like don't do this, don't do that, right? But even nuggets in terms of I, I can remember um, asking my mom for for like a, a toy or candy. And being told no. And then like a couple of hours later, my grandmother would be like, Nene, Nene, ven pa' acá. Come over here. <laughs> and I'd be like, what, grandma? And she's like, here. And then in my hand was the toy that I wanted or the candy that I was asking for. Yeah. Right? And so what, what did grandparents do? They, they spoiled us. Um, my grandfather, when I lived with him in Puerto Rico, you know, and I was a curious kid. And so, like, you know, he's driving the car and I, I you know, I would, I would grab the steering wheel. And, you know, one day he's like, you know what? Montate ahí. So I sat on his lap and he did the pedals and I and I steered the car. I learned how to drive wow. yeah. in Puerto Rico because of because of my grandfather. The worst and, place and, to learn how to drive, by the way. <laughs> well, luckily, you know, we were on a dead end. So, like, across the street from us was the park. And and then you know the 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 block being what it was, so there, there wasn't much action. But when uh, he tossed me the keys and said, "Nene, pon el carro en la marquesina," like, Ahí está. what? There it is. You, you want me to drive the car into the garage? La marquesina también, mía. Absolutely, man. Like, let's do this thing. And so, you know, they were a, a kind of a doorway to learning. Um, life, things, stuff, you know, certainly there was lessons in there, you know, don't behave this way, don't say these things, don't act up, you know, uh, regaños, I used to get regaños, I was, I was, you know, I, I was always in trouble and everybody in my family has yelled at me at least once, but sounds, sounds like that's the case. <laughs> but, but, you know, trend, yeah. all of, all of those Regaños, those uh, those little admonitions, right? If we're going to translate for for folks, uh, admonishments uh, taught valuable life lessons that now, as an adult, you know, I find myself uh, and like that's what I mean when the past is in the future and the the future is in the past and the present. Like you you live in those moments. It's kind of like when the movie does a flashback, you know, and so you left the character in the present moment and you go back and you relive that. So for me that's what's happening all the time is as, as i'm existing right now right. all of those things those those regaños those moments those admonitions are, are coming forward to remind me like oh you're about to make a dumb decision <laughs> don't do that yeah. or no nah, you, you you could do you learned this i taught you this be confident in in making this decision and moving forward right so like do you feel you have those those things as well yeah so um like having this you know obviously when you spark up the conversation um like i can go back and already like there's already mass scenarios running through my mind of things that have happened right um and they're all moments of of i learned something right it's not your standard uh, if I go back in time, which I do frequently, yes, to kind of, you know, because it's a gauge for us too, right? It's a gauge to see how far we've come. Um, 
if we learned those lessons, then do we need to go back and kind of get a reminder of what that lesson was supposed to be and how my grandmother wanted me to react to certain stuff, right? Um, it happens to me often. Um, and, it, and it happens to me um, a lot more often when we get into this time period of, of La Navidad, right? And, and Christmas. Um, because it, it's the moment where there's a, like, it, everything comes together at this point, right? Um, you get in together with the family. The whole year has been whatever lessons you've had. Christmas is tying everything up together with just, you know, you're meeting, you're getting together with the fam, you're eating good food. Abuelita está cocinando. You know, grandpops is, he's down in a few Budweiser's. Tiene la guayabera on point. You know, el gorrito, you know. <laughs> and, and and I, that's this time period, you know, like it, it, that's what I, that's when I really, really get into that nostalgic fit. And I feel it, you know, I feel the impact even more. And I can go, I go back every now and then, maybe not as often as I should, right? Mm -hmm. But that's also, that can also mean that we are, we progressed a little bit, that we don't need to revisit those lessons that we, as <laughs> in your case, you know, los coquetazos que te daban, you know, like tu aprendiste, you know? And, um, but, I think it's just the healthiest thing too. I mean, and it, and it puts you in a good spot, you know, mentally as well to, to reminisce and to go back and to see what those, those conversations were like. And I mean, I, I have, a, you know, mi abuelita, which was that, that was the, the, the person that like, you know, I have a lot of affection for, and it, it was, I had the opportunity to live with her, you know, and really just take care of her in her later years. And it, it just, I feel so awesome that I had that privilege, right? Yeah. Ooh, good word. Yeah. yeah. Good word. Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, you know, it's certainly um, having grandparents, I think, is is a blessing. when, when And when you had good ones, right? Because we know that, that people have different experiences. Sure, absolutely. And, and, you know, yeah. life is what it is but yeah at least in our experience we'll, we'll talk to what we know uh, and i had i had good grandparents on on the other side of my family also i just didn't get to see them as much because sure. they you know they they were in bayamon and yeah. i was too young to go there by myself and all that kind of stuff when i finally became a man that i was able to traverse that like you know, those grandparents were gone they, they sadly that they, they didn't yeah. last as long um but they, you know, they're blessings. They, they they teach us stuff. You 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 know, you said you said guayabera, and <laughs> and like instantly, you know, for for people who don't know what the guayabera is, it's, it's traditional uh, Caribbean dress shirt, short sleeve, uh, made out of a uh, usually cotton, like one hundred percent cotton. Uh, it's a shirt you never wash, right? Like you you dry clean only. You you hand wash it, but it is. Put it in the, the machine. Bro. Is exquisite. It's got like two pockets up top. You know, some of them have two pockets on the bottom. So there's like four pockets. Uh, the rainbow array of colors, but it's a it's a distinguished look for 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 a man. And then you put on the the Cuba Vera hat, that little the, you know the the little Cuban bowler hat. And how many older men did we know showed up? Like in in that outfit, and and as a kid, I would laugh at it. But let Same me tell here. you, when when I was like twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, and I went into my like, let me reclaim my culture. You got what's the first a shirt, <laughs> son? I bought like five of those things. It cost me two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know to to get these shirts, but I put them on. Yeah, I felt. Like, like I felt like a million bucks. Yo, like you, you, you know, like just spilling like Spanish just coming out of your pores, right? And just like, <laughs> you put it on and you want to dance salsa and you want to, well, you know, you just want to talk Spanish and shit. It, it, yeah. And and I, I, my father, that that was his, that was his uniform, right? That was his attire, right? That was he had a plethora of, you know, Oscar de la Renta. <laughs> yeah because you know let's 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 you know let's keep it up 100 for the people yeah. like right now tommy bahama's trying to and and yeah. and uh cuba vera or, or some other company like 
No, Oscar de la Renta. That's, that's how you knew it was an yeah. original Guayabera from the island. And and here's the thing, right? The Guaya the Guayabera game has it has its eliteness to it too. Don't get me wrong. Like I would go down to the uh, la, la tiendita de de Don Pancho, and Don Pancho's working in that that store all day. His Guayabera is just like it looks like it's on threads. Like it's there is no, you know, for the most part they're pretty sturdy, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's like a starched uh, cotton, like yeah. it doesn't bend, it doesn't wrinkle, you yeah. take it off, you put it on a hanger, you like it's, but I got to ask you this question, because yeah, this is this is my Guayabera experience, yeah. and I want to see if, if it transcends, right? So they came in, in primary colors, they were typically right. only one color Guayabera, so all white, all, white. all blue, mm-hmm. all yellow, yeah. all brown. I, I didn't see very many blacks, but but definitely not, I saw not, some brown. Not common. Not common. In the Caribbean, not common at all. No. Not, not common. Uh, not green. Common. Yeah, green. But if 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 you just saw the the Guayabera shirt, like if I showed you a picture of a, of a man wearing Guayabera and just showed you the shirt, you could probably tell me what color pants he had on, <laughs> <laughs> because they only did certain color combinations. <laughs> Yeah, it's facts. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It was, it, was, it was like the school uniform yeah. in Puerto Rico, yeah. right? So I, you you wore polo shirts yeah. <laughs> in the in the primary colors, and yeah. if you wore uh, if you wore like I'll, I'll tell you right now, if you wore a yellow polo shirt, you had on brown pants. <laughs> that was a, that was it. That fucking brown pants. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, fucking this game up like brown pants, like. That was it, though. I mean, it's incredible how many people in Puerto Rico had brown pants, man. And it was for the Guayabera specifically. And it was that was it because it would pop. That was it. The yellow and brown, forget about it. Yellow and brown was a color combination. The the white Guayabera had the blue pants. Yes, yes. That it also came with the white shoes. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. But yeah, the, the the dark blue pants was was. And again, this is here's the thing about. Um, that generation, right? It, it it was still, it wasn't a pair of jeans and a guayabera. That does not go. No, no. It is like dress pants, black. Um, I'm sorry, uh, blue or brown for the most part. Any other color, I, I didn't really see that many, unless you like like a <laughs> a burgundy, you know, whatever. You spruce it up a little bit, but it, it it was always it was a pair of slacks. Some. Used to rock it like the, like the men. I remember like those 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 shoes that had like you know like they were like I don't know what they called, but they they were like they might have had like chancleta shoes and sh- and, and you know, like. Well, I, I, for me, most most of that, it was like a loafer. Right? Yeah, it was it was like a loafer shoe. Yeah. Um, that uh, but not like the penny loafer preppy style of shoe. This, <laughs> this had a, this had like a solid heel. Oh my god, yeah. Right, and then it had like had a, a taco, metal. Had a little taco in the it back. Had a little too. taco, oh and then god. it had the, the metal band in the front. It was like crippled. That, that yeah. <laughs> I just I took you back. You see, no, like wait. this is the thing about this show is that as much as it's for the people, like oh. I want to sit here and see how many memories I could come up <laughs> with that have you react like this. Because just, I'm gonna hit you with another one. I'm gonna hit no, you with another one. I'll do it. Uh, Red guayabera, uh, <laughs> white pants. <laughs> facts, bro. Just facts. <laughs> and 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 usually that was Theo Domingo. That was his name. <laughs> Theo Domingo showed up with the red guayabera, and, and Theo, Theo Domingo in the gu- red guayabera is like the the male equivalent. Of Titi Chacon. That was it. In in the red dress. Yeah. Um, so you know, like there there are uh analogs for each of our characters yeah. on, on the you know uh, in the spectrum. Uh so you know, Tio Domingo showed up in his in his red uh guayabera, white pants, white shoes, um I I wanna say black socks, and then his 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 hat uh had the black band yeah. to match. Yep. Yo, y el pañito. Oh yeah, because because you oh, had to. You had to have a pañito. Yep, you had, had to dab. dab your head. Yep, you had to. And uh, and he smelled like whiskey. You know, not gonna get on the bolsillo. And that's the thing too. So the guayabera, the pockets were deep. So yes. yeah. So you know, um, tabaco, quizá. 
La canequita también. Easy Which, flow. You know, so when people say canequita, it's the flask. Yeah. It's, it's the flask that you had or the, the little bottle shaped like a flask so you can take your little sips and uh, and keep it pushing. Yeah. You know, so, so, and I hate that I'm going to do this, but like, so we have men in the Guayaberas. <laughs> we go to the other end of the spectrum uh, with grandma. Oh, man. You know, La, La she, she's in the bata, bro. Oh, like, like and, and so... Oh. We've had many a conversation in the Melendez household about what <laughs> constitutes a bata. And seemingly, it's a battle that I have lost. I don't think I've lost. I think the internet will prove me right ultimately. But bata is Spanish for nightgown. And in the Puerto Rican household. It's a gown that's worn every day, apparently. It's nothing to do with the night. Grandma, unless she's going out, Shit. she's in a bata. All day. Right? And it's a floral print, typically. Uh, and I think it's like flowers that you find in Hawaii yeah. for some reason, right? It's, it's got that kind of a, a, yeah. a flow to it. Very bright colors. Uh, it goes down to the ankles, right? So bata like has to pass the knee by about nine inches or more. Um, and then, you know, if grandma was doing it right, she had her hair wrapped <laughs> or she would have the rollos with the, with the net over it. Right, um, and then and that's how she lived. Like that, that was that was grandma every day. Man, and and the thing that people might not understand about living in Puerto Rico, you know, obviously it's hot, it's hot, right? And the the bata just allows grandma to just flow, like really from the kitchen. Tengo que sembrar unas flores con la batita puesta, you know. It's a it, it it it's just it's just so practical. You know the, you know what you just you know what you just did right? Like you 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 have modernized the bata as tactical <laughs> gear. Tactical gear. Then come bata. It was multi-use, right? My grandmother, like to your point, she 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 collected her her herbs and spices yeah. from her garden in the bata. Right. She cleaned la casa in la bata. She cooked in La Bata. Uh, she went to La Guaguita de las Donas that would come in La Bata. Uh, the Verdura truck. And, and and all of a sudden, there's, the Verdura truck is passing by. There's five Donas con batas all around the, the Verdura truck. And they're all talking. You know, They're not even like, it's just a common thing. They're not even like, I mira Doña Teresa se quedó en La Bata. En la bata. No. no, we're all in Batas right now. I, batas for, for people because I I love to make these 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 wacky analogies. Batas for uh, for grandmas are like Uggs for white girls. <laughs> it's it's standard issue. Like that's that's what you have to wear. I wonder. You know what I wonder is at what age is it that you you're able to, you're able to get away with the bata from you know. From, like what? What's that age bracket? <laughs> like, I you know I want to I want to say you know and and I'm gonna be you know, people are gonna be mad at me. Oh, I shit. think it's like if you had three kids or more, you <laughs> automatically qualify for podcast status. <laughs> but if you if you haven't, I want to say is somewhere in like the the late thirties, early forties, you could start putting on the bata like be in the house. Um. But like standard bata practice, I think is past fifty five is like automatically. <laughs> bata status. Uh, I could be wrong, yeah. you know. I, no, challenge no. me, internet, you know, at me, bro. Like if, if people want to come for me, like let's let's do this. Uh, but I, I'm I'm sure I have pictures of my grandma and batas, and and you know my grandma was young. I had I had you know I got blessed with young grandma. You said pictures, right? And it, like we said, this is everyday use. Grandma's not changing the bata just to get in a picture. Like, nah, I'm good. Like, we're doing pictures? I got my bata on. I'm good. Um, yeah. uh, going with that same kind of attire, I think my father used to rock suits periodically in Puerto Rico. Like, this man just used to have suits. He didn't, he didn't, he was a retired Vietnam vet, but the man had like 20 suits. Yeah. And we would go to visit, um, so grandma on the other side. That's when he would put on his suit, right? Because he's going to go visit, you know, his his mother-in-law. Se tiraba, I mean, 
Colbata and todo. And we would be in a Toyota. My father just suited up. We get to the spot. My man yeah, is sweating. Yo, sudando. And but he's not loosening that. Like it, it, this no. just this just does there's something about you know that generation that just needed to be dressed up more often than none. Going to the bank. I got a suit on going to the bank. We're going to the bank, mijo. Tengo la chequera. Vamos para el banco. Saca el Toyota. And I don't, I, 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 I don't understand. I wear a suit now to maybe t- to go to work or to a special event. But every day, like, it was. It was yeah, no, they, they, were, they were made different. They, they, yeah. they, listen, they came in a different time. They, they had different a world that they lived in. Uh, and so, it, you know, I, I feel you because I, I have a memory, right? I, I, all of this, this is memory. The show is, is memory. We should have called the show Memory Lane, the podcast, right? But I'm, I'm in Caguas in, in, my, in my grandparents' house, and I would, I would open my, father, my grandfather's closet, and all his suit jackets were there. And when I tell you, like, it was like the 1970s revival, like, Bro. he held on to suits, and so I would, you know, I would play dress up and put on my grandfather's suit, <laughs> like the blazers. And, yeah. you know, the, the sleeves would come down to here, obviously too big for me as a kid. But, you know, here, here's where, the, like, the rubber meets the road. So fast forward to my senior year of college, and now I'm going on job interviews, right? And I don't, I don't have dress up clothes. I don't have a suit. I'm a poor college student. So I come home from one break and I say, yo, ma, I'm, I'm going on interviews. I need I need a suit. And we can't we can't afford to buy me a suit. So what does she do? Go ahead, she goes see. into the closet and she pulls out the one blazer that she held on to. That was my wow. grandfather's. Wow, and she gives me that blazer. I put the blazer on. It's still too big for me. But I wore this blazer. It was like a, a, a gray uh, uh um, herringbone type blazer, and I I, I wore it to to interviews, wow. right? And you know the, the the thought that I have now is like you know so it I was trying to fit into <laughs> like my grandfather's shoes, yeah. right? Like like I tried to grow into that role, and I'm lucky that I'm I've, I've lived long enough and had him in my life long enough for him to see me develop into a professional who was rocking suits, you know, for him to say to me one day, like, you know, damn grandson, you, you got a good sense of style. And I was like, I learned it from you. Where do you think this comes from grandpa? Because he was the man in my life that wore suits all the time. That, that was the, the, the guy. It was him. And, and there's, again, there's something that, that we take away from it, right? Like there's just the pride that they have. And, you know, be somebody dressed up it always felt somebody of authority anyway so when your when your grandfather or your father threw the suit on he was like oh this you know this, he looks good you know and 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 you know it wasn't everybody that was doing it in puerto rico like i said you know you would go down the, the block and tal jibaro con you know so so you know so just clothes that he's he's just grinding and it's you know it's a t-shirt que blanca pero en realidad es transparente you know yeah and, and my father wouldn't treat anybody different either but at the same time he understood that this is how i wrote this is what i like you know and this is what i'm going to represent and yeah I, I i actually i loved it you know looking back at it now i can i got mad pictures of my pops and it's there's rare that it's not a picture of him in a suit the guayavera started to creep up a little bit more in, in pictures, but it, it it's more suits than none. And again, it's not Christmas, you got a suit on, you know? Thanksgiving, it's official, you got a suit on. But it was, again, even mundane situations where we were going to go to, again, we were going to take a trip, like trips in Puerto Rico to go from Calle or Caguas to Mayagüe. He was like, we're taking this little trip. I'm going to go, I'm putting on a suit. Yeah. And again, it's a 100 degrees, and we're stopping on the sidewalks. I mean, the side, you know, side roads, picking up canepas, picking up lechon. But he still got that suit on. 
That's, I mean, listen, yeah, as, as we, as we cross the, the 50 minute mark and, and, and begin to wind this thing down for people, like, I, I think you just sparked off the, the next episode is going to be a road trip across Puerto Rico. Ooh, all like of the places that. That, that we stopped. Yes. Um, and we'll try to connect it to, yeah. you know, road trips in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, there may be some similarities. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but here's, here's the thing, right? I, I think when we started this today's episode's journey it was about honoring you know some of the pieces of of what our elders gave us and i, I think it's very much a, a holiday spirit kind of a thing because this is the time where we would have been seeing them if we didn't live with them we were going to grandma's or grandpa's house and and spend yeah. hours over there and you know you hope that they had the good new candy you hope that they had updated to, to cable tv like all of these things but you were getting dressed up, you know, you're like your mom was putting you in a suit because you were going to end up in pictures with your grandparents and they wanted you to look good. Um, and so what, what, what else can we say? But God bless our elders. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. And, 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 and I think, you know, what's some of the, uh, you know, the, the, the listeners to this podcast, I'm sure they're going to also, you know, when they start seeing their, you know, their, you know, their families, I bet you there's going to be a lot more bendiciones this year. <laughs> I mean, my, my yeah. sincere hope is that yeah. everybody adopts la bendición. Yeah. You know, that this is a, 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 a this becomes a cross cultural yeah. phenomenon. Uh, just ask for a blessing. Like, yeah, will, man. Will it kill you? Yeah, and, and oh. I think we more than ever. We need all that help we can get. Yeah, so, yeah. so on that note, Jerry, we've reached the end of this episode. So I'm going to say, Señor Jerry, te pido la bendición. Que Dios te bendiga, mijo. <laughs> and uh, people, we're going to send you out on the on that most beautiful of notes, the Spanish Bolero brought to you by Buena Vista Social Club. We'll give them a plug uh, and we'll say good night and we'll see you in a week. Oh, that just is just so powerful. Close go your eyes. Out. Yeah. Close your eyes. Go ask for the mission and tell everybody Los that you love Gardenias para ti. Con ella quiero decir...